Welcome to Last Time On. This is the podcast for people who want to watch all this prestige television, but who has time for all of this stuff? I know I don't. I'm Jafer. And I am Ben. And we're back with our second episode of Into the Badlands. We have, as is quickly becoming tradition on this podcast, skipped the rest of the first season and just jumped to season two, episode one. Tiger Pushes Mountain is the name of this episode. Yes. And uh, we get a time jump right off the bat. Yes. Six months from the finale. Don't know how long that has been since the pilot. Uh, I'm going to guess. I have some speculation at this. Yeah. Um, it's actually, we can just skip a little bit. We see the baby is like born right at the end of the six months. Yeah. And... From the comments before in the first episode, she had just just been pregnant long enough to confirm without a doubt was her wording, mm-hmm. uh, which to me means two missed periods. Maybe I don't know. I don't know how how robust prenatal health care is in the Badlands. Well, that's exactly it. Is uh, I think you would with in lieu of a pregnancy test. Two months, you might have the beginnings of morning sickness, and you would have missed two periods, theoretically. Yeah, I not always, not definitive by any. I don't know if it's a. I don't say something until I'm four months along, uh, just because. Hey, we've got sepsis everywhere. People get sick. Um, Yeah, well, that gives uh, the six months, the two months, that puts us at eight puts us right about where where it would be so yeah so season one is the with fuzzy math and leeway and stuff somewhere between a month to two and a half months long so a lot of stuff happens real fast yeah seems like things have not gone well for our friends in the badlands well they're not in the badlands anymore well sunny isn't I would assume that MK is also not in the Badlands. It doesn't look like the Badlands. Badlands does not say, scream waterfall monastery to me. No, it uh, doesn't. But we'll get to that when we get to MK. I, I do wonder, like, this is a lengthy time skip, longer than we the first season took place, mm-hmm. unless something has happened to the term of babies in post, post-apocalyptica. So yeah, we do so get we... this lengthy time skip. Yep. And... I have to wonder how much the intended audience of this show, which is someone who's watched all of season one, uh, <laughs> is in the dark as much as we are right now. I have a feeling like this ended with our like our main character Sonny like being captured and sold off. So this I is just, would not yeah. be certain. That feels kind of recent to me. I bet you this ended with them like getting kicked out of or banished or otherwise leaving the Badlands. Well, I have, I have my theories onto that. We'll get there later. Okay. But we see Sonny on a chain game. uh, Yeah. We open in media misery. Yes. uh, Where a bunch of people are yoked together. Uh, We see children digging through trash, which is sad. Yep. And we get the namesake of the show. It reveals itself. Sonny has been, banished, extricated, or otherwise removed from the Badlands. And he needs to find his way back to her. Yes. Uh, Uh, We see they are being sent to, quote-unquote, the mines. And we find out it's called the Bordeaux Mine. Okay. Uh, They are not not hunting for for precious bottles of wine. If anybody orders Merlot, I'm leaving. I am not drinking any fucking Merlot! They are digging through trash. Yeah, Ben, I'm going to go ahead and say last time on, he just he got banished from mutiny or uh, the pregnancy or something. We get some details about what happened with a big fight. Um, yes. But 
that's not fun. So I would like to propose, apropos of no warning on your part, I also did not make any suggestions for myself so that this would be true improv, a new segment on the show that I that I like to call, Let's Get Weird With It. All right. So, Ben, we know that Sonny has been banished from the Badlands. He has to get back. I don't want to know what happened to her. I don't want a well-thought-out th- theory or a prediction. I want the most ridiculous, off-the-wall shit. Stuff that is definitely not the case. And let's just see what we can think of. And then when we read our synopsis, if any of it's true, we can have a good laugh about it, okay? Okay. Let's get weird with it. All right. Well, I'm going to get weird if you want weird. I want weird. So uh, at the end of last season, there is a giant, giant fight scene. Yeah. People are getting roundhouse kicked. People are getting cut with swords. Mm Mm-hmm. It's all popping. It's season finale. We're we're going all out. Yeah. And we do go all out. Sonny throws a giant spin kick, splits his pants, and everybody's like, oh, dang, dude, is that your wang? And he's like, ah, and runs away in shame. All right. I'll get a little weird with it, Ben. Uh, we've, we've seen some light magic, some mysticism on this show. And I suggest that instead of being banished or otherwise moved from the Badlands by what we would normally consider to be physical means, that we have some mystic bullshit happen and that a meteor or some kind of font of magic happens upon and he is magically teleported somewhere. He has no fucking idea where he is. He just appears and is in a chain gang. Well, Jafar, now you're thinking with portals. I am. <laughs> so I liked... Uh, you want to keep back... getting weird with it? I mean, we both took a turn. Okay. It's a new segment. We're feeling it out. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Uh, okay. I'm fine with... We, we drop it on the other... Uh, drop it, and we both have to come up on the spot with a with a weird suggestion. Okay. But we we see how far medical science is going when the guy behind Sonny and the chain gang, just apropos of nothing, starts coughing up blood. Oh, I think I've been poisoned by my constituents! Yeah. And our mine proprietor, called the engineer, because people get cool titles in a post-post-apocalypse, uh, is just like, all right, well... Just just kill him now. And then we get Sonny, who is both yoked and yoked, uh, <laughs> kicking the ever-loving crap out of a bunch of guards, yeah. kills a guy with his own knife, breaks a guy's neck with his feet, smashes his yoke before the whip twins come and string him up. And I did like, in, in our previous episode, the pilot... We had our bandito leader. Yes. Who was just watching as all of his guys get killed and uh, making Jafar incredulous. Yes. Uh, I I liked the engineer's version of this, where it's like, man, there's always one. Do you know how many <laughs> kung fu fights I've seen? You're not special. You're not interesting. <laughs> We've 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 defeated several Keith Carradines and two Keanu Reeves. You're not special here, man. <laughs> yeah. I really dig the engineer is in the steampunk aesthetic. Some steam-powered draft fan here. He has made a fashion choice that is gears. He's got yes. gears sewn onto random shit. And I'm going to go ahead and maybe not make any friends with the statement. This is the stupidest shit. I love steampunk. I love steampunk as a setting. Steampunk is so cool. It's so fun. It's so unique. But Gears as a fashion choice has always and will always be dumb. Just glue some gears on it and call it steampunk. I I like it better than welding goggles as fashion accessory for people who don't weld. At least steampunk tends to be like, oh, well, it's... 
electric coils and Tesla shit. So I need these. Like it, that at least makes sense to me. Gears sewn onto vests makes no sense except I have a vest and I need a way to show that it's steampunk. Mm. It's I don't I don't understand it at all. Like it is well, just Jafari, completely foreign to me. You know what provides absolutely no utility? Hmm. Putting a peacock feather on a hat. At least that looks cool. <laughs> Some people think gears look cool. Uh, uh, maybe I'm too utilitarian here. I don't know. I don't uh, think so because there's nothing utilitarian about big ass feathers. <laughs> you're you're forgetting the flowers and the birds. I'm not. <laughs> I was holding those in my back pocket, but I would have had to take the gears out to, <laughs> to, to get to those. All right. Uh, yeah, Daniel Wu whoops some ass while in his stockade here. Uh, he uses it as a ninja warrior bit, suspending himself from some Kalex shelves while fighting in the air until the stockade breaks. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is fun. This is fun. He kills like eight dudes. I... Yeah, our clipper has gone to picker here, which is the post-apocalyptic term for a slave miner. Uh, uh, now, I do this not... This is a lot of fun. I do, also just do not appreciate, like, I understand I'm suspending my disbelief, as we established in the last episode. That is my what I am bringing to this series. My <laughs> disbelief, it's over there. But, one, you have a guy kill your, like, eight henchmen. Mm-hmm. If you're going to let him live, which is already a big, like, big if. Yeah, what are you doing? Why Why are you just sending him down into into the mines to dig up trash? Why aren't you like, okay, you are now in officer candidate school for goon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to try and turn whatever you got going on into somebody in my crew. Yeah. But instead, they pick the worst choice, and it's just like, knock him out, throw him back to work. He'll be dead soon. Yep, it is uh, the a weird choice for sure. I wish I had a list of actors from the title cards in season one, but I am not that attentive, nor my recollection that strong, to see if any names are uh, missing. Uh, I, I do some notice names are missing, Jafar. Some names are missing. Yeah. I completely miss all of this. Uh, well, I, I I am... I'm not IMDb-ing things. I'm, I'm playing by the rules. It really seems like some names are missing. Uh, I will say it's very obvious Nick Frost is added in, though. Yeah, cheater. <laughs> hey. It was my one freebie. <laughs> so... After Sunny gets knocked out, we end, we cut to a beautific monastery. We've got staff fights going on. Yeah, this looks very paradisey. Good for MK. Yeah, and later we find out some people are like, "I want to get out of here so bad," and it's like, "You are in, you are the post post apocalypse. This is the nicest place you will ever find." Right. We are pre apocalypse here. And I'd still be pretty cool living in this monastery. Right? It's gorgeous. And it looks like all of the shit gets taken care of and they just train martial arts all day. I mean, I am of the mind, and we'll talk about this more in a little bit when we get to it. But I do think everyone here is here against their will. It does kind of seem like they find everybody with MK's special power. Yeah. And are like, we are holding you here. Very specifically, at one point, MK strikes his sparring partner, and she's all like, hey, you know that there's a no contact rule. Yeah. Which to me is like, oh, if any one of these motherfuckers bleeds, they're killing everyone. Or it's going to be a, it's going to be nasty. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, be a, a domino effect until there's no one left. Yeah. Which is maybe if this is a, a common affliction in society, or at least one that you're aware of, that there's 20, 30 some people that have, maybe removing them from society as a whole is the way you handle that. Well, and it's also if you're able to teach people to control it, one, 
they are very, very powerful things to control. Yeah. And two, like I po- like was hypothesized in the last episode, you don't have to worry about, oh man, I was dicing onions, sliced my thumb, and now I, I-, I killed Aunt Julie. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, we getting back to where we're actually at in the episode... Sonny does have a dream of Vale, who is very pregnant. And then we, uh, with dream logic, this is a little inconsistent, but probably close to where she would be. Mm-hmm. It depends on... He's got an idea of how far along she is. Yeah. But then Sonny wakes up, and he is Nick Frost's little spoon. Yeah. We get... We get very very face dirty nick frost yeah but a very well-maintained beard yeah this is his character's name is badgy listens now badgy after i gut you i'm gonna slit your little green friend's throat and take a bath in her blood he notes right off the bat that his previous bunkmate shit himself to death and when you are chained together yeah nick frost had a bad time (laughs) that is a bad day but I have a question immediately upon meeting him. His accent. Oh. He is the only one we've seen with a British Isles accent. Everyone yeah. else has been very firm in Americana, right? Or I am clearly a foreigner putting on an American accent to... Yeah. Some ability. <laughs> yeah. Um, Some are more successful than others. Now, it's probably nothing to read into, right? But we are post-post-apocalypse. Um, there are cars, but do you think there are planes or regular oceanic travel? I don't think regular, but I think there are still boats. I think and, this is yeah. evidence of that, to be perfectly honest. If he were to have come over as a young child, he probably would have lost the accent by now. And if he was born in presumably somewhere in America, based off all of the other accents, he wouldn't have it, you know, unless he was very isolated with just his parents and they or came some over sort of later. But, expat community sort of thing. Yeah, but it's, it's very unlikely that he would keep his accent. So, Ben, I have to ask, what happened to her? But I got the band. Well, from what we learn about Badgie later, he is a guy always looking to make that next score, take that next step up the ladder. So I believe that he got the 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 opportunity of a lifetime, or so he thought, and was given the chance to try and smuggle something from the UK to America. Something they knew, oh, they'll pay big for this down in, you know, Miami. Mm -hmm. Get on a boat, get it over there. And alas, unfortunately, when Badgie arrived, they were like, hey, you know what's easier than sending you back with all the money? We kill all of you and take the stuff anyway. (laughs) And he has to run for his life and now has no way back home and no support system here. In fact, the people in Miami want him dead. So he's been making his way west across America, one scam at a time. <laughs> All right. Has they also, entered yeah. the mines here, Sonny asks Badgie if he happens to know a quick and easy way to escape that he just hasn't bothered with yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, escaping's pretty easy, right? You just you're 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 just lazy. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Badgie tells him, yeah, oh, there's an easy way out. In the back of a cart with the eyes rolled back into your head. All dead. (laughs) They have a a weight-based quota. Yes. I find this very interesting. Because they don't really seem well equipped for it like i haven't seen a scale anywhere i assume the scale would be at the entrance to the mine i know that's at least how it is in like coal mining yeah it's just the whole thing seems a little off to me 
I'm, there's no car. Are you saying this this post-apocalyptic <laughs> trash mine isn't pro- properly run? That's exactly what I'm saying, Ben. Oh, well, uh, we'll take it up with with HR. HR is just a guy with a giant mallet who hits you if you ask too many questions. Yes, it's Henry Rollins. He's HR. Ooh, that would be so cool. Also, it's his, his initials are H. It's, I don't. Okay, just making sure we're in the yeah. I also just really love Henry Rollins. It's a delight when he shows up. And he feels like the level of famous who might show up for two episodes of Into the Badlands. Fair enough. I mean, he was a season-long bad guy in Sons of Anarchy. Was he? I haven't seen that Yeah. Show. He played a white supremacist. and That'd like, be a really good re- show to do this podcast with. Unfortunately, I've seen it. Uh, I'll, I'll just replace you for a season. It's fine. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. Over at the temple, MK is sleeping with the others in hammocks. Nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, they hear some wailing in the distance. Not as all as it seems. Yeah, it doesn't seem great. Yeah. I, I really think, given some of the comments here, we can really confirm uh, that everyone here has that same super soldier thing. Yeah, and I've just got to say, ninja. that means that there's more than one Kung Fu baby running around. Yes. We deserve mean... a Kung Fu baby flashback. MK is commiserating with a a fellow trainee who's just like, oh, no, man. Where I was, I was revered. Everybody thought I was the dopest. I had my own tent. Whenever bad guys showed up, I went out, cut myself, and killed them all. And I have no moral qualms about this, and I want to go back. Yeah. Uh, it was the best. And here's we learn a, li- a one piece of information. Apparently, the more you use this power, the closer it brings you to death. Which, cool, I, I guess this has been going on long enough that they have some sort of rules or we know the, the path that this is going to take. Mm-hmm. Not just, hey, you get into enough sword fights, eventually somebody shanks you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But this other guy brings up a a fair point. We live in the post-post-apocalypse. Did you want to go grow old anyway? Did you yeah. want to be 75 out there? Nah, man. A, a short and a merry life for me. Uh MK is sneaking around the temple here after this conversation. It is just one move. Hiding in a bush is not illegal. <laughs> yep, he finds an origami Charizard, along with a compass matching Sonny's. And he's found the master, who throws him backwards like 10 feet by throwing a broom at him, and he catches it, and it launches oh, yeah. him back 10 feet. Physics. Yeah, Mr. White. Yes, science! MK sits down with the master of the monk, and uh, she knows everything that's going on. He's just, like, got the wiki page open and on standby. I do, like, he he's like, you what, you just had food ready for me? And she's like, I've been, I've been ready, you know, for you to show up every night since you got here. I'm surprised it took you this long. Yeah. You are the only one who thought you were, you had this super special problem and you were the world's most super special boy. And now that you're in a monastery full of people who also have this, your brain can't square the circle of, but I'm the super special boy. Take me to the master. Mm. You're not that important, my dude. For sure. He does mention that he was, uh, he needs to get back to Sonny and Tilda. Mm-hmm. Now, we find out who the hell Tilda is in this episode. Through the power of subtitles. Oh, no, they say her name. Do they say her name? Okay. Yes. Uh, but, man, I did not see that bit coming when we're introduced to that character. I'm like, maybe this character seems important enough to have a name, but we haven't heard it. Yeah. MK asks well, about controlling his power. Like, that isn't what he's doing the whole fucking time here. Yeah. Like, you dumbass. Just teach me the cheat code. Like... Just tell me the three things I need to know. 
And yeah. this does seem to be very Buddhist monastery, mm-hmm. which if you know anything about Buddhist monastery, half of the thing there is you cannot like rise in the ranks without finding ways to obfuscate an easy answer. You cannot <laughs> say you cannot, you know, directly respond to something. You have to make everything a lesson. Yeah, so we learn his attendance is not optional. And the master beats him up when he's in beast mode after activating it with a paper cut. Uh, But the master's ass whooping comes at the cost of her broken arm, which she just heals up. Yeah, she just magics it. Yeah. Although it does seem to take a lot out of her. Yes. But she is able to fight off a blood rage ninja just by herself. Yep. Over. Doesn't even have to use her magic broom for this one. Nope. Over at the mine, Sonny takes his shirt off for fan service, and Badgie okay immediately it. knows what all those tallies mean. Yes. He can even name the barons. Which, one, tells me we are, like, so we, we know we're not in the Badlands with Sonny. Yeah. But it kind of makes us think, like, okay, how insular are these societies where everyone else doesn't instantly know, ooh, okay, we got a badass. Yeah. Also, like, okay, name the president of another country that you're nearby. Not terribly an unreasonable ask, but I doubt many Americans could name the president of both Mexico and the prime minister of Canada. Let alone, like, vice presidents or other figureheads. Fair. So he he clearly has some knowledge here. Uh, Badgie gets caught up off screen, which is a shame for us, since we don't have a rule about clip shows or characters getting a last time on. No. Um, which we should probably... <laughs> that, that That's a danger of this podcast I had not considered, is new character getting caught up. Yeah, so we find out that uh, there was a giant battle. Quinn is missing, presumed dead. Uh, I was ready to put Quinn is still alive in my predictions before, like, I I keep them going as the episode goes, usually, instead of doing Uh, them all at the end. And I've got a big ol' strikeout from that one. Yep, we find out that the Badlands are badder than normal. Mm -hmm. But we find out that things are going pretty well at the mine. They made their quota. Yeah. And so they get their weekly reward, Fight Night. <laughs> where a giant man named Mouse kills, I think, three people yeah. in just a fight. Mm-hmm. We do and get a really Sunny... great line here yeah. uh, right before this, <laughs> which is uh, Badgie, uh, like, Sonny threatens Badgie, and he's just like, let's not do this. Every time yeah. we talk, he's threatened to kill me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is getting boring. Yeah. Uh, do you know how many Kung Fu badasses we've seen come through here? They've yeah. all been killed by Mouse. Yeah. Look, uh, Which, my I did name's like the... in the opening credits. I'm going to be around more than an episode. <laughs> Jafar, having, being prominently the co-host of a Babylon 5 podcast, there are some people who are in the opening credits of Babylon 5 who were not well used. I mean, not well used, and in more than one episode are different. No. Two episodes, and still in the main uh, cast credits. (laughs) That's just good negotiation skills, I suppose. Or them forgetting to use... uh... Oh, now I'm blanking on her name, and I feel really bad. Yeah. Uh, Jakar's Natoth, yeah. Yeah, Natoth. Caitlin Julie Brown. Um, Yeah. Among uh, others. (laughs) Among others. Uh, Yeah, so it's fight night. 20 years ago, this guy would have been played by Kevin Nash. Yes. Which made yes, me sad have. it was not Kevin Nash. And Sonny, while watching Mouse kill everybody, as Badgie points out, he's really big, mm-hmm. but his name's Mouse. The use of words expressing something other than their literal intention. Now that is irony. Don't yeah. let it fool you. <laughs> <laughs> He asked him for a map. Mm-hmm. After this, we cut over to Baron Jacoby's mansion, where we see Ryder and Jade talking about his youth. Wait, I don't... Th- no, this isn't Jacoby. 
This is Jacob. Jack, uh, no, Jacoby is a different. Yes. Baron. Yes, they've moved into. They talk about moving out of Quinn's house and into Jacoby's house. I thought they were then moving back. Okay. I I, I guess they all live in plantation estates. Yeah. I, I confused one plantation estate with another. Yeah, he talks uh, about visiting here as a child and okay. stuff. So, uh, we get some misleading language, though. Everyone thinks you killed your dad and Jacoby. Uh, we learn they did marry, and he calls her the Baroness. So, this is Jade. This, this is, is the... This is Jade. This is who was betrothed to his to be father. his stepmom. Yeah. Yeah. But we saw at the end of that episode that they may have had some other plans. Yeah, so Ryder took credit for their deaths. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm guessing it was actually Sonny. More than likely, uh, yeah. And now Ryder is in control of three baronies. Yeah. There is a problem at the oil refinery. And they go to investigate... With their new sonny named Cormac. Yes. Uh, we see a mysterious lady take out a clipper as the Baron Ryder arrives. Or, right? Yeah, Baron so, Quinn, uh, maybe? I don't know if Quinn is a first name or a last name. I believe it's first name, so I'm, ju- I'm just calling him Baron Ryder yeah. and, uh, and Jade. Yeah, and we see page boy, page girl stabbing people and assembling a an explosive crossbow bolt like she's Rambo from Rambo 3. Yeah, discount Cara Delevingne. Delevingne? Uh, uh, fuck. How do you say this? Devangeline. Devangeline? Yeah. Discount, Cara Devangeline. Discount Cara Devangeline here is proficient in improvised explosives, we see. And I wouldn't say discount. I don't, I don't think Cara... I, I don't think Cara Devangeline is, is name brand. Hey, she was in a starring role in the second season of Only Murders in the Building. Okay. That show's great, Ben. If you say so. (sighs) That show's fantastic. 100% worth your time. As I'm just going to keep calling her Page Boy Page Girl, uh, because she has a Page Boy haircut. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. (gasps) Berries and cream! Berries and cream! I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream! As she is lining up her sights, we do get a very good indication that Jade is the one really steering the ridership. Yes. Where they are finding, hey, all of our people are deserting in droves. We can't keep everything running. And she's like, okay, how about we be nice to the people who stayed and maybe they'll stop leaving. And everybody's just like, what? What? Assassination attempt on Jaden Ryder commences as a dozen dozen more murder maidens come out of the woodwork, all in matching outfits. The sign yeah. of a high-end assassination attempt. Lady assassination attack. And led by the widow. Yes. And they are I'd uh, like I'd like to think a lot of butt. They all went to like their local screen printing baron and got matching t-shirts. That they're all wearing underneath the coat, like Jaden Ryder assassination attempt twenty two sixty three or whatever. <laughs> I tried to assassinate the Baron, and all I got was this stupid T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like something. <laughs> um, but Jafar, we do get the answer to your big complaint from last episode. Yes, and my exact explanation of what was going to happen when we saw everybody just busting out crossbows. Yeah. Well. Our, our ninjas are going to duck them and block them with swords. And you know what? You don't have to reload a sword. A stab, a stab, a stab, a stab. It's true. Oh, so uh, the widow, unlike what it seems like we got from Quinn or definitely Ryder, she leads from the front. She mercs like 30 dudes. Yeah. Uh, very impressive. Yep. Cormac finds Jade hands her the most janky knife ever made and uh, starts to remove her from the fight that is broken out. We get this sword fight on a stairwell with actual good two-weapon fighting. Yeah. It was so good to see. But also some fun 
some fun kung fu stuff yeah. like, oh, hey, we locked a door. You can't come up the stairs. And the widow is like, I'll do kung fu shit up balcony to balcony, grabbing chains. Your doors mean nothing to me. Yeah, this was so uh, cool. And then Cormac get turn- gets turned into Gormac <laughs> uh, as the widow, like, executes a Mortal Kombat finish him right. uh, on him it's and absurd. just sl- slices him like 30 times and then cuts his head off. Just for fun. She gets outside and kills six dudes with two throwing stars. Yes. I paused because I was laughing out loud so much that I like could not pay attention to the show when I saw this. Well, see, so here, Jafar, here is where last time on we find out that these guards were were trained by Clipper Bombay, and they are in the dying V formation. Because ducks together. Yeah. Just wait till season, the next episode when somebody takes a knuckle puck to the balls. <laughs> we get a confirmation that the widow is the previous owner of these oil fields. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are hers again. Yeah, she's just like, I just want them back. Get out of here or there will be blood and it will be yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, over at the mines, Sonny fails to meet his quota on purpose to get put in the cage fights. But he does get his map first. Which yes. I did love Badgie's thing where he gives Sonny the map and he's like, how accurate is this? And Badgie's like, I don't know. I just asked the oldest guy here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what we don't have? Cartographers. Oh God, it was Buster's map. Buster had indeed made the map as a cartography student because the class where you get to see naked people and draw them was full. Uh, we are present for a conversation between the widow and her daughter er, who in the next first. scene... Sorry, but while we are still in the Sunny and Badgie bit, yes. Badgie gives him the uh, the map, and he's like, okay, so cool, like, breaking out of here, this is going to be great. And Sunny's just like, I'm leaving you behind, man. You're not coming with me. Mm-hmm. You're dead weight. And Badgie's immediately like, okay, well, now I betray you. Yeah. You're going to leave me behind to be murdered. No one will believe I didn't have anything to do with this. And Sonny is still able to be surprised by this later. When he's like, but how could you betray me? And it's like, you said you were going to leave me here to die. <laughs> this mm-hmm. isn't on me. This is not a moral failing on Badgie. I assume that this is all a work. It does, it does feel like Badgie is going to end up helping... But yeah, and Badgie finds out. So somebody is freaking out. Hey, I found a ring. Oh, man, I I, I found a ring. This is the best. Badgie just punches this woman in the face and says, ha ha, I found a ring. Uh, Take me to the engineer where we find out the there is a grand prize for anybody who finds bling for the engineer. (laughs) Twenty four hours off. And nobody knows that it's only twenty four hours off. And Badgie's just like. I punched a woman for for 24 hours off. That's it. (laughs) And the engineer's like, you want to go back to work? No. (laughs) But it does feel like, hey, I busted my butt to win the the office prize pool. What is it? A work from home day. (laughs) That's it? Okay. It It needs boss approval, though. So no days where we have any meetings that are always scheduled for our in office days. <laughs> it is like that though. <laughs> oh. Oh, that hurts, Ben. That yeah. that hurts. Oh. So we cut back uh to Page Boy Page Girl mm-hmm. and uh the widow. Yep. In the next scene we, find we out... get confirmation that this is yeah. Tilda. Uh and that it is the widow's daughter. Yeah. The widow talks about a better future. And they go outside and they run into some clippers who have been captured. And they're all like, well, what if we don't want a better future? What if we want to continue being enslaved, but slightly better off white dudes? 
Yeah. Hey, the system isn't so bad for me. Yeah. He's wearing a clipper vest, but he might as well have a mega hat on. Uh, they, yeah. they get told to leave, so they do. Yeah. They get told, hey, you're free to go. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, MK will continue his training and is pissed about his abbot. Hey, abbot! I hate that guy. Doing her job. Like, get over yourself, dude. Yeah. But the uh, master now... does come relieve the abbot of her duties and will now personally oversee MK's training. Now, Jafer, I have a question for you. Yeah. The, the master personally overseeing your training. Is that a sign you're doing well or a sign you're doing badly? <laughs> oh, you're a fuck up. Yeah, he, he sees this as like, haha, my avenue to power. People are finally paying attention to me. And I see this as, oh, you need special attention. Can you um, imagine you are in training, right, for your, for your job at work, right? You, mm-hmm. you, you're a recent addition to the team. Your boss trains you for the first couple weeks. You talk to your VP about how not happy you are there. And then, not your boss, not your boss's boss, not even your boss's boss's boss, but your VP comes to now handle your training personally. How long do you think you've still got that job? Working in the training environment? Two weeks. (laughs) Uh, Optimistic. We do see earlier... Ava, the abbot who was training MK, mm-hmm. like, loudly complains, like, how did I get stuck with this bumpkin? And she seems to be, like, to know her stuff well enough that she is handling this guy. Yeah. He is just an idiot. But she she was interesting and, and struck me. So, Jafar, my question for you, with, with Ava, what happened to her? What the hell happened to Can't explain. But I got the van. Well, she also Where has Ava powers. come from? Right. Yeah. I'm going to say she's been there for a couple of years at this point. You know, she's been promoted. You know, she's put in the time. She is probably like we know that MK is like the Badlands was more civilized than where he came from. He spent a lot of time as a nomad. That's probably not the case for a lot of people with this condition. I imagine most of them are either with a slaving group or some raiders where it's all like, oh, sweet, we got one. Or someone in a position like a Sonny or someone who is under the thumb of someone significantly more influential in their area. Uh, someone powerful enough to utilize yeah, it. And you want to keep these people who could just literally bite their thumb at you and kill you pretty happy. Do you bite your thumb at me? Well, I don't because I don't have blood superpowers, but if I did have blood superpowers and I wanted to kill my boss, well, not my boss, I guess my master, whatever, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. I would definitely be that dramatic of a bitch where that's where I would get the blood from is biting my thumb at someone. So I got to imagine that most of the people that they get are actually relatively cultured. They're happy. They probably have decent status within their groups, um, wherever they were pulled from, wherever they were found or removed from. Uh, So I think that she's just used to, like, being able to have a conversation with someone who's not just an angsty teen trying to get out of the area. Like, just let me go, let me go, let me go, let me go. Like, that's got to be fucking frustrating. At the very least... He's he seems to be the one person there who doesn't get that he's one small part of a bigger ongoing issue. For sure. After this, we see those MAGA clippers get stopped by Tilda and the Petticoat Assassins on their way out of town. New band name, Tilda and the Petticoat Assassins. Ooh, yeah, you would you would be front row. That's a ska band. (laughs) Yeah. And this guy this clipper who already got his butt kicked once by them at the refinery yeah. just keeps talking crap. And he's just like, 
Hey, your mom said we could go. You don't have approval for this, do you? As if it's some sort of gotcha. Mm-hmm. Not like, we're on a, on, on a road walking. You've got us already surrounded. Maybe now's not the time to start throwing around some bravado. Mm-hmm. And Tilda just stabs him in the face. Yep. Now you fucked up! Now you fucked up! Now you fucked up! You have fucked up now! Now you fucked up! 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 Now you have fucked up! Mr. President, will you please be quiet? Suck my presidential cock, bitch! Just like, hey, you abused some women, so you're all fucking dead now. Yes. Yep. Uh, so they leave a big mess in the middle of the road, though. <laughs> like, think of the refugees you were actively welcoming into your area, seeing this as you dramatically walk away. <laughs> also, now, Jafar, well, you've had your things you, you cannot get past. My problem here, Tilda stabs this guy in the face, and then just, there is a shot of her putting her bloody knife back into her scabbard. Uh... It's like, no, you can't clean the inside of a scabbard. You, that's why you wipe the blood off the blade first. It's true. Because otherwise it gets super gross and like dries and you can't draw it again. A whole set of problems. It smells bad. Ugh. I mean, I know it's the post-post-apocalypse, but... Still, proper You're getting proper your, your page boy haircut somewhere. Yeah. Badgie turns in Sunny. Sunny finds out quick. All part of the plan... Sonny gets taken away, and we get cut to some sewers with a soap box derby poster on the wall. Did you see this? Yeah. Yes, I did, and it brought back memories. <laughs> what the actual hell? Did you the, Did you ever do a soapbox derby? Oh, I did do soapbox derby, but it's just like, okay, so like, or, oh, I'm thinking Pinewood Derby. I did not do soapbox derby. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's just like, this is still a thing, I guess, somehow. Or it's a really old poster that didn't decompose because it was in the sewers. It, or a, I think more likely a subway tunnel. Yeah. But we see Vale and the baby being delivered by Baron Quinn. Of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally nothing else. All right, so I'm going to roll 2d6. We're going to see where we're going to. Uh, and then once we know how many episodes we are skipping ahead... We'll make some predictions. Mm-hmm. I thought 2d4. Oh, 2d4. Sorry, yes. Three episodes. That means we'll be watching season two, episode five. I will look that episode up in a few. But first, predictions. Okay. Lincoln, what are you doing up there? Guessing. I guess no one's coming. I have seen into the future. You ruined the prophecy. So my daytime prediction, yeah. Sunny escapes. Yep, my daytime prediction is Badgie and Sunny reconcile. Slash, this was their plan all along. Slash, this ending of them being mad at each other doesn't matter. I, th- I think there's still going to be some underlying tension, but that it ties into my evening prediction which is Badgie actually helps him escape. Yes. So Badgie thought he was going to get some better reward for this, for turning him in. The engineer says, oh, he's trading his freedom for yours. I think that the engineer will not actually be letting Badgie go. Mm-hmm. And Badgie is going to but use his newfound, like, hey, I get to be, like, next to the engineer at your fighting the fighting mouse. I'm going to, like, shank him and we're going to run. Yep. My evening prediction. We're going to get some lip service at some point to how no one has ever been successfully cured from MK's condition. Mm-hmm. There is nothing that can be done. But we will learn. MK's master has the same shit as all of them and has actually learned to control it without going mindless. And that is the source of this mystical power. I, I, I think that's right. Prime time. My prime time. Quinn wants to use Sonny and Vale's baby 
to get back to being Baron. Uh, my primetime prediction is MK is going to end up rescuing Sonny. We saw Sonny rescue MK in the pilot. I think that how MK is going to, or how Sonny's going to get out of this current situation is MK will either leave the monastery or complete his training. Probably not in this four episodes, but long-term prediction, I suppose. MK will eventually be the one to rescue Sonny. All right. All right. So let me pull up this episode real quick. We've got season two, episode five, Monkey Leaps Through Mist. Following a painful loss, Jade takes on a new role. Badgie introduces Sonny to a powerful metal trader who is suitably impressed. Quinn has a vision. All right. So we will get to that next week. But before we're there, we'd like to take a minute and say thank you. Thank you, Ripe. We fucking love your song, Goon Squad, and giving us permission to use it as our theme for this podcast is a delight that almost makes editing worth it. (laughs) Thank you so much for that. You can find more of Ripe's music streaming online and all your favorite streaming services. If you haven't yet, go listen to Goon Squad itself as a full song. It's great. Oh, yeah. We'd also like to thank Netlacita for creating the photograph that we use to do our podcast art and using the Creative Commons license. We do appreciate the Creative Commons license allowing other artists who are working for fun or not 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 money like us. Uh, <laughs> and it affords us the chance to have a nicer overall presentation. So thank you for that. And we will see you next time on Last Time On. Oh, the goose, the goose, show you how. <laughs>